A woman who has become a victim of human trafficking loses many things. One of the things she struggles most to find is that vital, important feeling of self-worth. There's a lot to be said about the effect of a lack of self-worth on a woman's overall health, physical, spiritual, mental, emotional health. Sometimes something as simple as getting your hair done can be an opportunity to begin to slowly but surely begin the process of speaking truth over a woman's life, that she is fearfully and wonderfully made by her creator. And what has happened to her does not define her. Welcome to Business with Purpose. I'm your host, Molly Stillman of stillbeingmolly.com, and this show is all about bringing you the stories behind the brands, companies, and small businesses that are changing the world. Each week, I interview an entrepreneur, CEO, nonprofit director, community leader, or just an incredible person who's trying to make a positive impact, not only through their personal life, but also with their career. My goal is to show you that no matter what you do for a living, you can make an impact wherever you are. My guest this week is Lauren Van Zant, the founder of Missio Hair, a hair product company that exists to use beauty to restore hope and fight human trafficking. I connected with Lauren about six months ago, and I immediately fell in love with her, the company, the mission, the products. She is absolutely amazing, and you're going to love this conversation. Also, I just wanted to give you a heads up, and I will mention this again at the end of the show, but I wanted to tell you right away so that you know going into it, Lauren was actually so generous to set up an exclusive coupon code just for you. You can use coupon code MOLLY20 for 20% off your purchase from Missio Hair, and that's M-I-S-S-I-O hair.com, and use that code Molly 20 for 20% off. Without further ado, on to my chat with Lauren. Lauren, I'm so happy to have you as a guest on the show today because you are just one of those people that I know that we don't live that far from each other, but if you lived like next door to me, I really just have a feeling we would hang out every day. (laughs) Oh, I love it. You are so sweet. And I agree. I'm so glad we've gotten to hang out in person before now. I know. And I I feel like that's going to make today just that much sweeter for the two of us. Um, I realized that maybe people listening uh, were not there when we held an event together back in June. But um, for those that were, uh, you know, are not local to North Carolina, uh, Lauren and I held an event, um, an education event on fighting human trafficking together at the Flourish Market in Raleigh back in June. Mm -hmm. And it was such a great night. We had such a great turnout. Um, We raised money for a local anti-human trafficking organization. And we just had such a Mm -hmm. great conversation um, around this topic. And I just loved getting to hear your story then and just getting to know you. And you just are, (laughs) you are just such a bright light in this world. I adore you. (laughs) You're so sweet. You're making my day. Okay, let's do this every day. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. I can just be, you can just hire me to be like your ego booster in the morning. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, I have always looked up to you so much for your work. And one of the things that I shared that night at the Flourish Market was just how I loved how you claimed, you know, even in your little Instagram bio that you're an abolitionist and that you had taken this issue of human trafficking on and just want to use your voice in order to fight it, in order to do something about it. Um, Just, you know, even though that word to some people is like, what, what are we even talking about? I love I love that about you, and I will never forget, and I'm inspired by that for sure. Oh, thank you. You're just the best. Um, (laughs) Well, for those that are listening and have not had the joy and pleasure of meeting you, uh, give us what all our guests give us, and that is the Lauren 101. So tell us who you are and what you do and what you're all about. Sure. Okay. Oh my goodness. This is such a great question always, right? So I am a mom. Can't forget about that. I've got two girls. They are three and eight. I am a wife. I've been married to my husband, Kyle, for Wow, 13 years now, got married at the tail end of college, and um, he's just awesome, has such a 
passion for all that we're doing now. And we actually work together. So that is, has been um, just an incredible journey and something that's been really fun to dive into together. I studied education in school. I was an elementary school teacher first. I went to UNC Chapel Hill. Go Tar Heels. Uh, yes, go Tar Heels. Um, I studied education. I began teaching and primarily fourth grade, and I really enjoyed it. I loved the creative aspects of the classroom and so much about it, but I knew that I wanted to do hair. And so I ended up going to cosmetology school um, while I was teaching full time and pursuing this passion of mine, which was like such a crazy, you know, yeah, journey of faith and um, just commitment to take on. But it was something that I knew I was called to do. And so I ended up pursuing cosmetology school, having this passion for hair and just knowing I needed to be in that world. Um, and what else? Let's see. I guess that whole kind of like faith journey element is something that is a part of our, our life and our marriage and now our family with children. Um, many things we've done from sailing to Guatemala and doing mission work all the way to moving across the country and, um, yeah, just being willing to take, take risks in life and steps of faith is probably a theme of my life. And what else? I live in Wilmington. We are at the beach, spent most of my life in North Carolina and now am on the coast, which is really fun. And of course, um, right now, you know, we are, um, two years in to having launched Missio Hair. Um, which is our hair product company that has a passion for fighting human trafficking. I know we'll get into. So yeah, anything else I can share? Did that? No, I think that's a great. That's just kind of your your perfect classic uh, introduction. And um, yeah, so I mean, obviously, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show is really just to talk about the larger mission. And before we get to how mm-hmm. Missio got started and um, kind of the nuts and bolts of your incredible business, I would really love for you to share um, the story that you shared that evening at the Flourish Market as to how you first began to learn about human trafficking and how you were connected to it um, on a little bit of a personal level. Absolutely. So I loved doing hair and was drawn to that world because of the really unique opportunity for relationship that existed. When I was working with a client, giving them, you know, a haircut or, um, you know, spending that time was so beautiful because all of a sudden the walls come tumbling down and you get to know somebody really quickly, whether you've known them for 10 years or 10 minutes, you're sharing life together. And I'm an encourager at heart. So it was an opportunity to encourage people, to get to know people, to do life together. Um, and I just realized like, wow, this can actually change someone's day, you know, spending an hour getting a haircut. And I um, started taking that idea and I thought, well, what if I actually took this to people who might need it a little bit more um, to women who are in transition, um, were in homeless shelters, drug rehab centers. And I eventually started working with victims of human trafficking. We were working with a nonprofit, um, a ministry in Southern California at the time. And we were encouraged to use our gifts to serve the community in creative ways. And so I let one of the local organizations know that I would like to bring my stuff and serve their women any way that beauty could actually be used in order to help them, in order to encourage them, in order to bless them, or if somebody just needed a haircut. And so they took me up on it. And one day I got a phone call. And they said, Lauren, we want you to um, come give somebody a haircut or can you do a haircut for someone? And I said, well, absolutely. And they said, this is kind of a unique situation because she's actually had chunks of her hair ripped out by her abuser. And of course, my heart just, you know, welled up in my chest. And I said, well, yes, when can we do this? 
um, would love to. And so uh, we arranged for a friend's salon in the area to be closed on a Sunday. And we invited that woman to come in just with one other staff member, created, you know, obviously just a really safe location and a beautiful environment for her to come in. And as I watched her walk in, her head was hung so low and you could tell that she just did not believe in herself anymore. She was struggling to even, you know, walk down the street holding her head up. And so, you know, just watching her enter, feeling less than human, I knew that um, this was just such a, a unique and beautiful opportunity that I had to use my gift in order to encourage her. And so she sat down and uh, welcomed her in. And within 45 minutes, I had blended in the broken spots in her hair. And she went from, you know, feeling less than human to then loving the way that she looked, jumping up and down, looking in the mirror, just crying, laughing and hugging me. And I realized that in that moment, she was starting to believe something new about herself. And during that time, I got to hear her story. And um, her story was was unique. It was one in which she had been in a quote unquote, you know, trusted romantic relationship. A man had come in, he had um, bought her and her children. She was a single mom at the time. He had bought her and her children things that um, they needed in life. He had taken care of her um, and she thought things were going great. But one day he sent her away and basically said, now it's time for you to repay me for everything that I have ever done for you. And then began her life of where her body was used for someone else's gain. And, um, you know, that just wrecked me. I mean, to hear this from this new friend that I had made from this beautiful woman that I'd helped to believe in herself that much more made me realize, gosh, I, I want to do something about this. Um, what, what can I do? And I just knew that it was, yeah, it was a calling. And ultimately I just wanted to do that. I just wanted to give haircuts, manicures, pedicures, and hear stories, make friends and encourage these women as much as I could. So that was, that was the beginning and kind of where the seeds had been planted for what we're doing today. I love that story. Um, not because I think it's like this joyful story, although there is joy, there's beauty kind of for the ashes of this mm-hmm. story. Um, but I just, it really does illustrate just, it scratches the surface of the complexities and the nuances within human trafficking. Um, and it it begins to unveil the, the pain that so many of these women, these victims, these overcomers um, mm-hmm. have experienced. And it begins to show us what it means to just see someone as human to to cherish someone as a fellow human and um to treat someone with dignity and kindness Mm -hmm. and what um you know the simple act of doing someone's hair how that can transform the way a woman um you know or a man but um especially women you know so much of our the way the world sees us is tied to how we look. And Mm -hmm. so just by transforming somebody's hair, you know, just really helps them to feel as beautiful as they, you know, on the outside as they are on the inside. Yeah, absolutely. And we've learned from working with so many women that, you know, it just allows them to feel normal for a second, whatever Mm -hmm. it is that they're facing Mm -hmm. or they're going through. It allows them to feel normal um, and kind of escape what's going on for a minute, be loved, be, you know, someone using appropriate touch with them. You know, it's a very vulnerable place, but here you are, you know, washing their hair and um, it's, yeah, just a really beautiful space that is, is created that refreshes and, yeah, ultimately allows them to see themselves how, how I believe God sees them too, yeah. which is is incredibly valuable. Yeah, absolutely. 
Now, from you know, what was sort of the timeline between when you left your job as a hairstylist in California and came to North Carolina? And then, you know, at what point did you realize, you know what, I think I want to start a hair care brand yeah. that also has a, you know, a, a, a purpose and a mission behind it to combat human trafficking and how um, I know that one of the things that you're really passionate about as well is educating Mm -hmm. people within the beauty industry Um, because people don't think, I mean, I I actually read an article the other day about how a lot of the airlines are getting, Mm -hmm. um, flight attendants, pilots are getting trained on human trafficking and somebody said, well, why? I said, well, (laughs) a lot of times you know, trafficking victims are being taken on planes. And so it's helping to identify, um, you know, potential red flags, things like that. Um, But another, you know, industry of people that interact all the time with people who might be um, involved in human trafficking in some way are people in the beauty industry. Because what's happening is a lot of the times these pimps, these johns, they are bringing their, you know, their, their victims into these salons to get services and things like that. So, you know, people in the beauty industry are interacting with those people and might not know. Yeah. So I realize I, I realize I like just asked like five questions in one. So, (laughs) sorry, I like went on a tangent there. Um, So yeah, but if you could just kind of just start, yeah, that timeline of of leaving California and then starting um, Missio. Sure. So um, as this was happening, we, I continued volunteering and I would bring people along with me. And sometimes it would be, you know, one person that we were working with. Sometimes it would be 10 to 12 and it began to take on a life of its own. And people were just changed, you know, on both sides, the people that were coming to volunteer loved it. And I would just give them the simple tools for, Hey, here's how you can do a manicure or a pedicure. Here's the, you know, tools that you need or a facial. Um, and then of course, any, um, uh, hairstylist could do haircuts, including myself. And it just started to become something. And I knew that I was coming alive doing it. And I loved leading and training and, um, you know, helping to mobilize people to serve, And so I, you know, started thinking, okay, we're going to start a nonprofit. Like this is, this is what I'm supposed to do. We're going to start a nonprofit and, um, went home, was telling my husband about all of these things. And, um, he has a really just awesome background that has to do with, um, serving as well and working with orphanages overseas and just seeing a lot of these issues, um, just even internationally. And so his heart was already kind of positioned to want to do something about it as well. And as we heard people's stories and we're just thinking and praying and brainstorming about what it is that we could do, um, we actually had a mentor of mine who owns a his own salon and has been just a hero of mine. Um, and we were telling him about all these things. He visited us in California and he said, well, instead of it being a nonprofit, which could be great, that's awesome. But what if you actually had a product that you could sell that would help to support these initiatives that you're becoming so passionate about? And that moment in our living room, you know, it it was kind of the seed that was planted. And, uh, you know, my husband and I both just took that to heart and really just started to think about it. And um, it was something that just kept kept coming back. We ended up our time wrapped up with the nonprofit we were working with. We moved back to North Carolina and we're just kind of assessing what was next. And um, it was actually a couple of years, but this this idea, that seed had, that had been planted was something that just continued to, to grow and come up in conversation and had been planted in our hearts. And so um, we decided that, you know, having a business with a purpose, um, pursuing a, a product company, 
could actually open up tremendous opportunity for impact. And so we put together a little bit of a, you know, a vision statement and kind of a plan for what this could look like. And we started sharing it with people and, uh, you know, uh, just thinking about it, praying about it and just continuing on this journey of life. Meanwhile, you know, having kids and working other jobs. I think I'd gone back to the classroom at this point and my husband was working on a campaign and, um, but this just kept coming back up. And so we started exploring the options. We were sharing um, this with people. And then we ended up having someone that approached us and said, you guys, this is amazing. This is too good of an idea not to pursue. I want to invest, you know, just enough for you to get started. And so we're going, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? At this time, I've got um, I think my second daughter was uh, about three months old and we were looking at each other going, okay, well, I guess we get to do this now. Can we do this? I think we can do this. And so um, we had done a lot of research as to, you know, how, how do you start working with manufacturers or cosmetic chemists? Like what are the ins and outs to actually launching something into the world? And having been a professional hairstylist that had worked with all different types of, you know, luxury brand products, I was probably one of the last people to believe like, oh, I could, I could actually do this. I could, could help to launch something or, you know, speak into the formulation of something. Um, I was pretty skeptical. But um, once we began and I got to just get started in that process, we have a great manufacturer that kind of held our hand through the process that I got to meet with and um, you know, really helped us on that journey and which led to two years ago launching Missio. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's very interesting because I think a lot of times when people have these, these dreams or these desires, you know, you think it's going to happen, you know, you kind of want it to happen overnight. And the reality is that our entire lives have been leading up to this in so many different ways. Our experiences over years have have led into this. And then, you know, and then we've we've even been doing it for two years and we're kind of barely started. Um, and then speaking to the education that you you brought up and that we are so passionate about actually was birthed out of a, uh, a story of mine as well, working as a hairstylist in um, North Carolina, actually, at this point, there was a client that would come into a salon where I worked that I became very concerned about. And I watched as she would come in and, you know, a lot of times her speech was slurred or she wasn't making a whole lot of sense. Um, she would come in with bruises on her body. She would talk about, you know, what she did last night or that week. And I just really, a lot of red flags were raised for me. And even though I had had the experience that I had had, I realized I didn't know what to do. Here I am, a stylist interacting with, you know, someone who I believe there's reason to be concerned about. And I actually didn't know what to do to help. And so um, we're linked up with some great friends and organizations who were in the know. And I just started doing research. And I said, okay, if I think that somebody is exhibiting some warning signs of abuse or potential trafficking, what do I actually do? And I thought it was about the SWAT team coming in, you know, one day when she was there calling them and then coming in and being able to rescue her and take her away or something like that. And I realized as I myself became educated that pri primarily it was about her being in the driver's seat. She needed to be the one to believe in herself enough and to reach out for help on her own. And all I needed to do was be a safe place for her and give her the information that she needed in order to reach out in case she felt um, that she was in a compromising situation. And so I thought, really? Are you kidding me? So I, I asked these questions. I learned more information. I gather information. And then I give her a phone number. I can do that. 
And so I ended up actually doing that. And um, she thanked me and she cried and she hugged me and she said, I know what this is for. And, um, you know, I had just said simply, you know, I think you're you're such an amazing person. I've so enjoyed getting to know you. But some of the things that you've shared um, I have, have concerned me and I want to just give you a phone number just in case you ever feel unsafe in your situation that you can call because the people on the other end know how to help you and, um, can offer any assistance that you need. And that was it. And I gave her this little card with a phone number. She put it in her purse and I don't know the full end of that story. I do have some, um, some reason to believe that she was able to get connected with help. But what I know is that I did my part in, you know, um, just getting her that information. And when I realized that it was that easy, I thought, oh, my goodness, now I have to (laughs) quit my job behind the chair because I need to go educate hairstylists just in case this happens to them. If these people are in our communities, if these people, if this is happening in, you know, every state in the United States and North Carolina is consistently ranking in the top 10 of those, why can't I go and just share the information that I've learned with other hairstylists, knowing that the salon is seen as a safe space, knowing that they have the opportunity for a relationship and for conversation that I feel like is unlike many others. And so that is the heart behind and the story behind our educational initiative. Um, And then we, yeah, and that's, so that's one of the the three things that each of our hair product purchases actually supports, which you spoke to. I am taking a quick break from my chat with Lauren to talk about the limited edition holiday collection from Seiko Designs. Are you looking to gift with purpose this holiday season? Definitely check out the incredible holiday collection from Seiko Designs. There is something for just about everyone on your list. Everything from bags and shoes to jammies and jewelry and even leather goods for the man in your life. My personal favorite is the leopard coat and the druzy jewelry. So gorgeous. I love them. They would be the perfect gift this holiday season. So to shop the incredible holiday collection, go to SeikoDesigns.com slash Molly Stillman. That's S-S-E-K-O designs.com forward slash Molly Stillman. Now back to my chat with Lauren. One of the things mm-hmm. that I think is is key here, and I think if 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 you don't, if somebody listening doesn't remember anything other than this, is that you have the tools to be able to help someone, um, and sometimes mm-hmm. it really is as simple as you know educating yourself on some of the red flags, kind of like what you described, and Mm -hmm. then arming yourself with something as simple as a phone number and connecting somebody. You can't force them to get help. You can't force them to get help, but you can open a door. You can open a door. And, um, and sometimes that door might save that person's life. Um, it's, it's complicated. It's messy. It's ugly. It's not easy. It's uncomfortable. There's just all of those things. But having that, that sense of courageousness and bravery to just step out in, in faith and offer up a helping hand to somebody. Mm-hmm. who might need it is so key. Um, and so I just love that you you realize that, that like it, while you said like, oh, it's so simple, but it's also so difficult. <laughs> it's like a, oh, sure. <laughs> so, so simple, but it's also so difficult. And so um, mm-hmm. I love that you then took that and, and went out and began to educate and arm other stylists and those in the beauty industry with that information. Um, and, you know, who knows what the ripple effects of that will be um it's just incredible yeah we've already had it's very interesting because I love doing our education this is something that we as a Missio team do um and we will provide a free 30-minute training in salons um and online and also at trade shows and cosmetology schools 
just as many people in the beauty industry as we can get in front of in creative ways. And we just train them. What What is this issue that I'm hearing about? What is human trafficking? Why is it important? Why does it exist? What questions could I ask if I am concerned about someone? Um, how do I keep myself safe in the situation? And then what do I do? And then we equip them with a little field guide and then the hotline phone number for the National Human Trafficking Resource Center where they could call and report a tip or be able to give someone that phone number to connect them with help. And it's been so powerful. When we go into these salons and start talking about warning signs, often people will say, wow, I wish I had known this information sooner because they will think about one or two people in their career that have ventured into their space at some point in time, you know, that they've just been concerned about, but they've just been kind of curious and haven't really known what's been going on with them. Um, but it started to, you know, connect the dots for them a little bit more. And then we actually had a hairstylist um, as well who let us know that the education saved her life. And I thought, oh my gosh, if that is all that we are doing this entire thing for, then that's amazing because um, she, there was an attempted abduction of her outside of her apartment. And because she had been through our training, she said it just put her, you know, one step ahead. Um, and she realized that what these people were up to was likely no good. Um, and she, yeah, looked at me when I was delivering products one day and said, thank you so much. Your education saved my life. Wow. That's amazing. That's absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you've launched or you, you got this idea for Missio, but one of the things I wanted to just kind of briefly talk about, um, because it was something that you and I had talked about because I am just... I'm a curious person and I always mm. like like to ask questions that maybe other people want to know and or maybe they don't. I don't know. Um, but one of the things that I was really interested in that I asked you about was, you know, you want to start a hair care line. Where mm-hmm. in the world, like how in the world do you begin to develop products? And you shared <laughs> with me that they're like kind of a little bit of how this worked and how you yeah. you got to even like you know test it out you would you would go to I don't know I don't I'm not going to say it for you so yeah so I mean if somebody's like yeah like where do you even begin when it comes to making beauty products or hair products I know I'll I'll say that I would have never dreamed that this would be my reality and that I would have the opportunity to do you know, this, which is essentially one big, creative, fun, beautiful science project. <laughs> and so um, the where we started is really just with the concept. So, you know, knowing that we wanted to create a product that could help to fight this injustice. And our mission is to use beauty to restore hope and fight human trafficking. Okay, that's big. That is huge. That is worth something being really great. So I knew that, first of all, the brand and the actual products needed to be something that people would want to purchase. And so I started um, the process with manufacturers. I actually got to fly and meet them in person and share all my hopes and dreams for what I wanted these to look like, what I wanted them to smell like, what I wanted, you know, how I wanted them to perform in the hair, what types of ingredients I would like to use, all of those things. And share what what I would like to, you know, create. And then they were able to take, of course, they're the experts. So they're able to take all those dreams and then send me a sample of uh, a product. And as it's in that kind of research and development phase, I got to tweak things. So not only did I get to, um, you know, test fragrances, if you were in my kind of friend or community circle at that period of time, I had all these little tiny blue bottles that smelled amazing, all these little fragrances. And I would be just asking all kinds of people, hey, here, smell this, smell this, smell this, rate this on a scale from one to 10. Which of these would you like in your shampoo? Which of these would you like? So I used my clients and my friends and my community um, for, you know, that research and development. 
with everything from the fragrances, which I got to design and uh, select for each product, all the way to um, the ingredients. So they're filled with wonderful things like coconut oil and avocado oil. There's a superfruit extract blend that's really rich in antioxidants. So it has pomegranate and acai and green tea and mangosteen, some really wonderful exotic like super fruits, um, really healthy for the hair. And so ultimately I knew that if I could, through the sampling process, as I'm testing it on people's hair myself, as I am, um, you know, going back and forth with tweaks, I would say, Hey, we need more shine on this, or we need a little less hold on this, or, um, and I would get it into the hands of other hairstylists and professionals. I would also send my clients home with it. I would use it myself on my own hair. I would use it um, just any any chance that I got. And then I would gather all of that feedback. And of course, this this was, you know, months, if not uh, even over a year for some of them. And we would send samples back and forth until I felt like, all right, this is a winner. Like this one is getting great reviews. This is working really well on people's hair. Um, let's go for it. And then we were able to put them into production, which for each product also still takes a couple of months. Um, patience is something that we've had to learn for sure in this whole process. And then after, you know, all of that hard work, I get to open, you know, uh, the box on a, on a top, the top of a pallet of a thousand of something that's been sent my way and pull out this beautifully designed, you know, bottle that essentially I've helped to, to burst into the world. So they're each kind of like my babies, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, because I know so much about them and I have, you know, uh, dreamed up and used, um, you know, so, so often and gotten so familiar with and, um, it's been it's been such an incredible project for sure. We worked with a, a designer in order to, you know, really allow for the whole brand, the idea of restoring hope, the idea of fighting human trafficking, the idea that beauty can be used to do this, wanting everything about the products to be this hopeful, uplifting experience. So even the fragrances, like um, there's a lot of fresh citrus, bergamot, pineapple, coral lily, all of these things are actually proven to be uplifting to the senses. So I knew that like, it's like this whole story, you know, the, the products, even someone using it in the shower, spraying it on their hair, they um, are going to um, be able to experience, yeah, that, that uplifting, that encouraging um, experience that, that even can be conveyed through something like the fragrances. So I have, yeah, it's been, it's been crazy. I've learned more <laughs> than I think I ever thought I would have, but what's, what's been so neat too, is to be, to, to be, um, kind of proven through the process. Like, oh, wow. Like I, you know, I have been able to speak into these things and listen to others and design something that now has been featured by Real Simple Magazine and Pop Sugar and sent out in their, in, you know, subscription boxes and things like that. So um, quite the dream for sure. And something that just makes me laugh to think about the journey that it's been and how much has gone into it truly. So, so, so much passion and hard work and intention and purpose behind each element of our products and our brand. I love that. You're almost like a, like a chemist. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. but you're not doing the chemistry, but you know what I mean? Um, I love that. And I personally use the Missio glossing conditioner or I've been using it. Yay! When did I start using it? I want to say in like April or May. And I love it. I I'm love so it so much. It smells so good. And okay, funny story. So yep. I was emceeing an event back in July um, in Nashville, Tennessee. I was emceeing the Seiko Designs Annual Summit. It's like their big annual conference. And so, you know, throughout the three-day conference, like I'm on stage a lot because I'm the MC, And I had 
no less than a dozen people comment on how shiny my hair is. Like, <laughs> I kid you not. Like, yes. people come up, they're like, your hair is so shiny. How do yep. you get it that shiny? And I'm like, it's got, it's got to be this conditioner. I mean, I also use like, I don't use a ton of product in my hair. I actually should probably use more product because um, I use like basically nothing. But I have like this one, like, you know, like shine cream I use at the end that just kind of like gets rid of all the, you know, I have, I had a lot of postpartum hair loss. So I got a lot of flyaways, um, baby hairs. more yeah. information than people probably needed to know. But um, in general, like, I mean, you know, pretty much I just shampoo and condition it when I go, when it's time to wash my hair and I use that, that glossing conditioner from Missio. And seriously, it just, it, it is just, a, I, I want, I, I just need it in all things. It's like a dream. It really is. You have no idea that conditioner can be so good and oh, can set your so hair up good. to feel and look so amazing as this product. I, even if it wasn't ours, like I'm, I, I, you know, have been so impressed by it and it's just been exciting to even launch that into the world. Um, and that is actually the one that I recommend if people are like, okay, I just want to buy one thing. I tell them, I know it sounds silly, but I'm like, get the conditioner. There's two versions, one for fine to normal hair and one for normal to dry. Um, the glossing conditioner, it is such a game changer. Really people is. call it heaven in a bottle. It so, really is. Yeah. How fun and so, how fun that that has become a favorite of so many. And then, you know, they'll choose that over their other products and then the cherry on top and the exciting part about it um is just the addition of the idea that it's also helping people so i it love is. that you love that yes one. So i love fun. it so much i need to try I, full transparency i, I have other fun things i was like yeah. i was like i have not tried the shampoo yet and then um i really want to try the shampoo and then at our flourish market event you actually styled my hair and you used that styling spray on me yeah um, that was the only time that I've tried it and I really liked it. So I need to get some of that too. But, um, oh, but yeah, yeah, just to say I use the conditioner. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. I've actually already replaced it. So I got a bottle. I want, like I said, I want to say in like May and I've already replaced it. Like I bought, I had to buy a second bottle because I love it that much. So Okay. And as somebody who's like a kind of a beauty product junkie, um, mm -hmm. for me to like repeat buy something is says a lot. Like I'm just saying. <laughs> totally. Oh, I understand. And another thing we've, you know, thought about too is just the ingredients in our products. Everything is formulated without phthalates. So that is what people are concerned about in fragrances, their um, no parabens, sulfate free, things like that. So really healthy for your hair. And then of course, the heavenly scents are honestly, people are like, nothing. I've never smelled anything this good. We actually one of the things we did in the first year is take all of our fragrances and um, put the scents in candles. So we have them in hand poured coconut soy wax candles. Now all three fragrances, golden citrus, um, excuse me, sun-soaked citrus, a golden sandalwood, and coconut, grapefruit, and mint. So all of the fragrances in our hair products are also in these lovely, lovely uh, coconut soy candles as well. And yeah, it's just been been so fun to get into the game and then listen to what people want and then, um, you know, tweak things, change things, launch new things as well. I love that. I love that. Um, well, Lauren, this has just been so much fun. Um, I could obviously talk to you all day long. Um, but before we go, we're just going to transition just a little bit to get to know you a little bit more. Now, I know we've sure. been getting to know you, but, you know, this is just kind of the fun questions that we get to ask. So, Lauren, are you ready? Okay, I think. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Question number one. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? Is this like a realistic quality or no, ability? It can be or no. And it's your anything. dream world. Like anything you want to be able to do, you could wake up tomorrow and do it. Oh, I love this. You know what? It, ever since I was a kid, I used to have dreams that I could fly. So that is it. Hey. I mean, who doesn't want to just be able to take off and fly? Yeah. Yeah. And then we could uh -huh. see each other like in no time at all. 
So. That would make things so much easier. I agree. You could yes. just so it is definitely fly. My house. fly. Yes, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Um, if you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain mm-hmm. either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you rather? <laughs> the mind or body of a 30-year-old? Oh, my gosh. I <laughs> Wow, that's really hard. Um, does body include like hair, you know, and all the things? It's yes. However, you interpret although it. no, that's just too weird. Let's <laughs> just stick with the mind because then you wouldn't be aging, and everyone else around you would be. Yeah. I think I, I think I should say mind. <laughs> all right, I like that. I like that. Hey, no judgment from me. No judgment from me. Um, what is something that you really that is really important to you? You really enjoy it, but you never really get the chance to talk about it. Oh my goodness, important to me and enjoy, but never get the chance to talk about it. I don't. I don't know. You know, it's. It is funny because I actually feel kind of the opposite in my life right now. What's so interesting is being a mom of two young kids. I thought that like right now, you know, I I didn't think I'd be doing anything like as comprehensive as what it is I'm doing now. I, it is kind of out of my comfort zone and me being willing to do all of these things, to be given the levels of, you know, leadership and influence and opportunity to speak into things and speak about things and to share um, what it is that we're doing and be so passionate about. So the funny thing is, I feel like I, um, in a funny way, have like the opposite where I probably have more, um, more opportunity to speak about all the things that then I would even have expected or even sometimes desire right now. Can't you agree? Life is pretty full. Yeah, life is pretty full. But I like that perspective. I like Does that, that perspective. even make sense? It totally makes sense. It totally makes sense. But I'm also a mom and a business owner. So, you know, yes. I get it. You, um. I know. It's like you, you've got this platform and who knew, you know, that you'd be doing all of this now and um, but that's a good, I'm, that's going to be one I'm going to have to chew on. And I'm sure tomorrow I'll wake up and have like this awesome answer. For you. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, okay. And then my last question is what does it mean to you to run a business with purpose? Mm, that's so good. I think one of the things I get the most excited about is making impact, making a difference easy for people. You know, we have running a business with purpose and with what it is that we are doing, we have the opportunity to make it so easy for somebody to just exchange, you know, their shampoo and conditioner that they love or a styling product that they love. Um, for for ours, which makes a tangible impact in the fight against human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Um, at least 30% of all of the profits from these hair products go toward fighting human trafficking through education and service and giving to nonprofits that are aiding in the rescue and rehabilitation of victims. And so to know that like, We've created a very tangible, easy way for a consumer to feel like a part of a solution, to know that something is making um, that that much of a difference and to support an entity that is passionate about it is so exciting to me. Um, and so it's really my honor to, to steward that forward, especially with something that's such a, a difficult and a dark issue that people can feel kind of, um, you know, they can, can feel like it's, it just feels heavy. It feels hard. And here we are creating this beautiful, hopeful, very simple way that someone can enter into a tangible difference. And so, yeah, I'm honored to steward that forward. And it excites me to think about 
all of the people involved in everything that we're doing as Missio, from, you know, the consumer to the fan to the hairstylist who's being educated to the woman who's getting her hair cut and um, just all of the above. So it's really about what we can all do together and to be able to just lead in that and um, to, you know, create and be kind of in this this visionary position, you know, with that is really an honor. I love that perspective. And I love your business that you run with such incredible purpose. And I am so grateful for the voice that you are adding in this world and in the fight against human trafficking and the legacy that you're leaving. Uh, Lauren, I'm just so grateful for you. Thank you for coming on the show today. I know how busy you are. So taking time out of your your schedule to chat with me and share your story um, is just a gift. So thank you so much. This was awesome. It was a privilege to be able to spend time with you this morning. And thank you so much for having me. I told you, you would love Lauren. She is just such a genuine soul, such a kind hearted woman. And I just love her passion and her story and her vision for fighting human trafficking through beauty products. Um, Again, Lauren was so generous to set up that exclusive coupon code for you. Use code MOLLY20 for 20% off your purchase from Missy O'Hare. That's M-I-S-S-I-O hair.com and use that code MOLLY20. I would love to know what you loved about this episode or tell me something that you learned. Let me know on social media. You can find me at Still Being Molly or at Business with Purpose Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget that hashtag Business with Purpose Podcast. And be sure to shop with purpose this holiday season at SeikoDesigns.com slash Molly Stillman. That's S-S-E-K-O Designs.com slash Molly Stillman to snag your gorgeous handmade fair trade goodies for the holidays. As always, thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you are a first time listener, welcome. Definitely check out the archives for so many interviews with past guests who are just incredible entrepreneurs and business owners and world leaders who are changing the world with their businesses. And if you're a regular listener of the show, thank you for tuning in week in and week out. And thank you for your support. Don't forget to head on over to iTunes, Spotify, Overcast, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts and click that subscribe button. To click that button means you will never miss a new episode of the show. And if you have a moment, would you take a moment to leave a review of the show? Leaving a review just helps me to know what you're liking and how the show is personally impacting you. As always, this show is edited by my incredible husband and executive producer, John Stillman, with support from Kelly Dalton, and the music is by Mark Killian of Third Wheel Media. Thank you so much for listening. Now go do something good with purpose on purpose. Purpose.